Okay, and we, we in our in the last Mishnah we learned about the language of the brachot of of the brachot that they would say, the additional brachot they would say during a Ta'anit Sibur, during a public fast, when there's some kind of tragedy or a rain didn't come. So I'm continued along that we're in Ta'anit Perk Bet Mishnah today. Mishnah says, so Rabbi Chalafta, Matidua says, was in Tzipori. Rabbi Chananya, Ben Turadion, was in Sichni. Okay, and if you look at Wikipedia, nowadays you have these great, uh, these great uh, tools on the internet, which is why I love doing this shiur via the internet. Rabbi Chananya, Ben Turadion, lived in the Tanaim from the door of the Merig Bar Kochva Ulacharab, the Bar Kochva Rebellion. And you might remember he was one of the Asarah Harugay Malchut, one of the <coughs> ten martyrs that we mentioned both on Tisha B'Av and on Yom Kippur. Okay, so Rabbi ben Turajon lived in they lived in an incredibly difficult time during terrible Roman persecution. Rabbi Chalafta also, right, was during that exact time he was during the time of Rabbi Lezer ben Matir, Rabbi Chananya ben Chakinai. Okay, they say that his his friends were all these same Rabbanim, Chavei Rab, Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, Rabbi Akiva. So they lived in very, very difficult, very, very difficult time, and he was in, as we said, in Tzipori. Okay? So we can understand and appreciate why the Mishnah during these times would mention mention times of persecution or difficulty. So they would do these two love, Rabbi Chalafta and Rabbi Chananda ben Turadion, in their respective cities. They were very involved in, in, in trying to bring about the idea of Tfilah and Teshuvah and trying to bring the people back to Akadosh Baruch. So once Maaseh, once Mibeir Rabbi Chalafta Rabbi Chana went to Adyon, Shavar Echad Bifnei Teva. So Chazan went before the Teva. We're davening these tefillot. The Gemara Tabracha Kula. He finished the Bracha. Velo Anu Acharav Amen. They didn't answer Amen. So what the Mishnah here is referring to, the Gemara explains what it means is the Gemara says the Fisher B'Migdash Lo Ayu Onim Amen Achar Kol Bracha. They didn't say Amen to the Bracha. Ela Baruch Shem Tvod Malchuto LeOlam Vaed. Okay, they said Baruch Shem. So these people were not in the Beit Hamikdash, but they did like like they saw in the Beit Hamikdash. Okay, what it means? They answered and said, "Baruch Shem Kvod Machuto Leolam Vaed." Just want to point out that the that in Rabbi Chananya Ben Turadion, it was rather Rabbi Chalafta. I don't remember which one. One of them he says he was a Kohen. He lived in a Sof Beit Sheni. Okay, Kasher Edut Lekach. He said that it was possible. At some part that he lived in Yerushalayim in the end of Bayit Sheni, all right, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he died a little later. I'm not uh, up on the history well enough. But if you see from here clearly that uh, the experience of the Beit Hamikdash was fresh in their minds, that there was this idea that after these brachot, you would say not Amen, but Baruch Shem Kvod Machuto Leolam that there was a communal awareness of how they celebrated or how they commemorated this 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 uh, how they how they commemorated this uh, ceremony. In the Beit Hamikdash, Tiku Akonim Tiku, and the Chazan said, "Tiku Anim Tikau, blow, blow." Meaning, I guess they were still like remembering; they were, they were, they were reminiscing; they were re-experiencing the experience they had in the Beit Hamikdash. Then they said, "Mishanat Avraham Avinu Baramoriah, who yane etchem Yishma B'Kol Tzarat Echetem Hayom Azeh." So they said this idea, they said this this notion, this part of this Tfilah. He who answered Avraham and Baramoriah, he will answer you. Hariu b'nei Aaron, Hariu. Then the Chazan say, whoever it was said, Hariu b'nei Aaron. So they had this is the nature. You can get the feel for how they did this in the Beit Hamikdash. Mishana atavutena yamsuf yametchem yishma b'kol tzakatchem b'yom hazeh. He who answered our forefathers on the yamsuf on the Reed Sea, he will answer you and hear your cry. Ukshaba, you know, etc. 
Meaning they did this whole process that we had in the last Mishnah, but and then they would then the Chazan recited the bracha. They didn't enter Amen. They answered Baruch Hashem Tevod Malchuto, and then and then they would say Hariu Kariu blow blow. So they would blow the shofar and the chatzotrot every single time after each bracha. So when the Chachamim heard what they said, what they did, Amru, We wouldn't have done this. The only time we would do this is in the Shar HaMizrach and in Har Habayit. Meaning, you took something that belonged in the Beit HaMikdash and you did it outside the Beit HaMikdash. First of all, I love the way they said this. They didn't say you did something wrong. We would not have done it. Which I think is a very, very valuable language in our days. Somehow, if somebody does something different, Always it's like, Asr, we never do this. Well, they said, no, no, you know, we would not have done it in this way. And I think that's a much more sensitive and sensible way of doing things. And so what, what was the problem? Why would they not have done it? Okay? <coughs> so there are a lot of different opinions. Bartolomeu says, we would not have said, we would have not to say, I mean, except for Baruch Shem. And the reason why they would not have said uh, uh, Baruch Shem is because Baruch Shem is an answer when you say the Shem Kavod. So you say God's in the, in the Kohanim, but the Beit HaMikdash, so when they would say a bracha, they wouldn't say baruchata adoshem. They would say baruchata and then say shem hashem. And so therefore, that's why the people would say baruch shem. We wouldn't have done it. Because the only time they do it is the shahar mizrach. Okay? The fishayim ha'eskirim shem ha'mefarash v'chatimat bracha. Okay? Because they would say shem ha'mefarash. They say, don't say, he says, Eino mar lo ha'inu agim litkoa ala b'mendash. Not that they wouldn't have blowed. V'adai tokim ba'gvulim. Certainly they would be tokea. And the gvulim, they would blow the chatzotrot. So there's a lot of different opinions. Some say that they would blow, that they only blow a chatzotrah, and in the Beit HaMikdash they blew a shofar as well. Some say the Rambam says that they blew, that they, here it's clear they blew after each bracha, which they did in the Beit HaMikdash. Whereas in Gvulin, outside the Beit HaMikdash, they only were supposed to blow at the end of the whole thing. Okay, one time. What's that be a dedicated to the memory of my father, Rav Simcha Ben Yitzchak. 